0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Yoga and Yum podcast. This is episode zero. My name is Sybil Shelton Ford, and I will be your host. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm so excited about this new thing that I'm going to try to do. A little bit about myself. I've been a yoga teacher and yoga therapist since around 1999, which kind of amazes me that I've been doing it this long. I'm a holistic health, nutrition, and self-care coach. I've been doing that since about 2018 when I got my first certification. Um, I'm a brand new self-published children's book author. I wrote a book called Sometimes I Am a Tree. It's a book of simple yoga poses for children and families. My hope is that they'll do them together. It was definitely a labor of love, something I've wanted to do for such a long time. And it is available on Amazon for $19.99. It's written under my pen name, which is Sybil D, spelled differently. So C-Y-B-I-L and last name D-E-E. Yeah, go check that out. It's got people that have purchased it have told me I love it. So I'm really proud of that. I'm also a mother of three amazing adults and a wife for a long time, (laughs) and I'm a former classroom teacher, all about that Montessori life. I did a classroom teaching for over 20 years, and of that, I was a Montessori-based teacher for like 11. I'm just really glad that you're here. This podcast, this whole episode is really about an introduction of what this podcast is. This is the yoga and yum podcast. And it's all about that yoga life, that mindfulness life, that radical self-care life. When people think about yoga, especially here in the West, we automatically think about the postures like triangle pose and mountain pose and child's pose and dog pose and all like those juicy poses. There's really so much more than that. And to me, this practice of yoga is really this practice of deep mindfulness, which governs how we take care of ourselves, especially our brains. People don't realize that the practice of yoga is really about finding balance in our brains, balance in our thoughts. And and if we kind of master that, which takes a long time and a lot of work, then we find this beautiful life of balance. Doesn't mean that bad things won't happen, but we, it's how we react to it that starts to change. And we start to really live our lives on purpose. And that really is where the yum is So for me, the yum in yoga happens in those spaces that can't be seen, the spaces that are invisible. So it's not the pose. Even though the pose can be kind of yummy and sometimes not so much, actually. It's the spaces in between the poses. Once you really have that practice, Um, that's where the yum is. The yum is also in just our day-to-day living when we really decide to live on purpose. And that's what this podcast is all about. Um, What can you expect? So you can expect simple, doable practices to add to your everyday life that can bring you joy, can help you redefine your purpose um, for doing stuff. helps to really decrease this anxious energy, um, which I think is so important right now. These last two years, at least for me, have been, you know, they've been challenging. And I think this is a great time to reset, right? To reset our way of thinking, our way of doing, our way of being, our way of showing up in the world. And what I'm hoping for this podcast is it's kind of is a space for support and ideas on how to do that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping this is kind of a, a juicy thing here. And I really wanted to talk about this this thing called mindfulness and people think oh it's a big thing and it takes so many hours of the day and maybe it's meditating for forever but it's not it's in the little things and i want to give you an example of something that i observed yesterday when i was with a group of friends and we we're playing cards so let me give you some background on this a few months ago we were playing cards actually we were playing a game of spades if you know what that game is and we were playing partners and the last time my partner and I just dominated we just killed we just crushed everybody last time and so yesterday we got back together and it was all about revenge on their part so my husband and I we have this group of friends and we got together we uh, got back together yesterday and decided yep they were gonna like win they were going to beat us this time they didn't but that's not the point so this point is um my i have a my partner who is not my husband so my husband is you know the day-to-day life partner but my card partner in this scenario is a friend of ours i never choose my husband to play cards with because it's just too stressful (laughs) so he's never my card partner but my partner is this really, um, my card partner, was this, is this really kind of a competitive, can be super intense person. He's an awesome person, but can be so intense and just like a little intimidating. But yesterday, and I really focused on it yesterday. I noticed it before, but I really honed in yesterday how he approached playing this game. And so, and it was this beautiful example of what mindfulness can look like in an everyday life situation. So we deal all the cards and everybody has their own way of gathering their cards. So people people just grab all their cards and, you know, we have our own different ways of organizing them and whatever makes sense to us. But what I noticed about him is he never touched the cards until they were all dealt. That's the first thing. I'm the kind of person I start organizing right away. And then when it was time to organize, he literally, he kind of went into this zone where he picked up each card and looked at it. I mean, one by one, carefully observing, carefully placing the cards in whatever order that made sense to him. Meanwhile, people are kind of, teasing him, like, come on, it's your turn to go. He, cards had already been played, it's his turn. He, it's almost like he didn't care. It's like these voices weren't even there. He was so mindfully focused on that task of picking up each card in an almost meditative, quiet space. You could see it in his face, just not at all concerned about everything else that was going on, but just that one task, picking up each card, putting in place, and did not play a card until his cards were in order. And it was like that every hand. And we we only had, we play like this uh, two out of three. So if you lose, if you win two out of three, then you stay and you play the next round. But if you don't. Let's say you get one out of three, you have to get up. So we only had to get up one time because we're just that awesome. (laughs) So the whole time, and we played probably three, three and a half hours of cards. The whole time it was the same focused, intentional practice. And I thought, how awesome is that to be able to stay in that game. when there was so much going on in that house and music was blasting. People were laughing, food and drinks were all over the place. And he just stayed in that zone. And that's kind of what mindfulness can look like. It can show up in how you arrange your cards. Because even when it was come, come time to play, he never took like, We had some people that were playing that would like stare at the cards for a long time and decide what they were going to play because they were maybe not focused in somewhere else. Like who played the first card? Who played this card? Not focusing. Everything else is going on. He never had that. He never asked the question like what card led. He never was concerned that we were going to bump heads. Even if we did, he was so chill about it. He stayed in this this sort of mindfulness space, and I thought, how awesome would it be if everybody in just different areas of their life could adopt this practice of this deep mindfulness, just staying in that zone? Like, how amazing. The world would change. Like, maybe, you know, their practices would spread, and the world, it could change. And that's amazing. And that's like one example of how mindfulness can show up. Now, mind you, when the game was, when our games were done, he would talk smack and talk about people. He kind of go back into his, his own like personality thing. But when those cards were dealt and it was time for him to arrange, he was, I mean, it was just like this, I don't even know if he realized he was doing it, but that's kind of what mindfulness can look like. And I think it's amazing. And that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Like, what does it look like when we decide to live on purpose? What does it look like? How does it show up? What does it feel like to just stay in the moment and not be drawn and pulled in every direction all the time? And how can we then multiply that feeling and how can we let it spread? Like, what if it spread all over the world? (laughs) It's like a dream, right? The world would change. And yeah, that's what this podcast is about. It's like, how can we take these simple acts and purposely put them in our lives, if you'd like? And then how do we add on to that? Because the feeling is amazing, That's what it's all about. And that's what I'm hoping to share. So, thank you so much for listening. Um, Please consider following this podcast, sharing it with other people. Um, That would be awesome. It would be awesome to have that support. And yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you come back again and again. And here's wishing you all the yum in your life. I hope to see you soon. Peace. Bye.